As from the previous chapter from One Piece, we left off where Shaka was shot down by the traitor who was left unknown. But in this chapter for One Piece, we are about to reveal of who the traitor actually is. And this is actually mind-boggling as the traitor is about to reveal what their intentions are and why they shot down Shaka. And this and much more in this episode of The Nerd Fix today. Hey guys, this is Jay from The Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode, we're going to be talking about the latest chapter for One Piece, chapter 1078 titled Escape Lemon. So for those who have read the latest chapter for One Piece early, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. But for those who haven't read the latest chapter, I was just waiting until it's officially released tomorrow on March 20th. But for those who have read the latest chapter early, let's continue on ahead. So at the start of the chapter, we begin with the cover page of Jerma 66, Ah, An Emotionless Insertion, Volume 33, The Formation of Neomads, with Judge and Caesar teaming up to form a new organization called Neomads. So they decided to put their differences aside and create a new organization after they realized that their new obstacle was in fact Vegapunk. So I'm curious to see of what Neomads is since it was to be of their, their old successor of Mads. But with that said and done, let's continue on with the chapter review. It begins with Stussy informing Sentamaru of, of Kisaru is en route to Egg, Egg and Island, and CB0 is the way for their arrival, eliminating Dr. Vegapunk along with the satellites. And Sentamaru informs of how serious the world government is about the decision, and Stussy tells him the event may be even even more catastrophic than that of Ohara's destruction. And the reason being Vegapunk is continued to study the research of Ohara, and Egan Highland has the firepower to repel an attack that Ohara could not. And before she hangs up, Juicy tells Sentamaru to call her if anything unexpected happens, since all communication has been cut off in the lack of face. And after she hangs up, Sentamaru tells all the all the islanders not to hesitate and they must flee the island before the marines arrive, which all of them do, as the panels show all of them as evacuating the island. We then pan over to building C, where it shows Frankie with only surprisingly part half of his body has been petrified. And he demands S Snake to undo the petrification along with along with Lilith and Usopp, claiming he can still fight with part of RFM that is in stone. However, she ignores him and turns to Pyagoras, demanding and he demands to know who ordered S Snake to do so. But all she did was stop and crush him, causing a huge explosion and walks away, and Frankie tries to call her once more. But once again, she ignores his cries. This kind of shows that somebody else is in control of a snake, but it is unknown of who is in control of her and why she was in why someone was in control of her and caused her to stomp on the head of Viagoras. 
We then pan over to the second floor of Building A, where Chopper, Robin, and Atlas are flying, looking, flying around looking for Vegapunk. Robin states that the Seraphim are rampaging while the others are fighting them off, and the people can't move wherever they are situated, with Atlas stating she may have an idea where Stella is, and the two follow her lead. Then, over to the third floor, Nami and the Nami tries to help Edison with Brooke look, deciding to go look for Vegapunk, with Sanji continuing his fight with S-Shark. And the fight with, between him and S-Shark is pretty intense right now, as things are really starting to heat up with the two, but I hope that we get to see a little bit more of that probably down the line, because I cannot wait to see this unfold. Then we pan over to the fourth floor, with Zoro seeing S. Bear and S. Hawk's flames are not even going out, not even in the slightest. But Luffy notices that S. Hawk is, has begun to depart from the room. Luchi states S. Hawk is choosing to kill the weaker members of the crew and the more troublesome ones for later, and was too rattled to fight effectively. Zoro then runs after S-Hawk, with Luffy telling Kaku to go after Zoro, saying dating that he gets to us easily, even calling him Usopp, which unexpectedly I have no choice but to laugh at because he even mistakenly calls him Usopp because both characters do have long noses and even with Kaku saying that yes he will go after Zoro after Zoro, he did yell at Luffy, asking him why he called him Usopp in the first place. And Luffy continues his fight with Esper, with Luchi telling him that the, the enemy, this is an, an enemy and can defeat him with a brute force. And even with this, we pan over to a time to a flashback that happened three months ago with the five elders and told him Vegapunk was researching the contents of the Void Century, and CP5 was dispatched to investigate and found no evidence, and the ship was left with them and suddenly disappeared. And CP7 and 8 were dispatched to investigate, but also disappeared as well. And the mysterious person contacted the five elders again, eventually came to believe Vegapunk betrayed the world government, and with because of this, and believing that with the disappearances from CPs 5, 7, and 8, they've come to the decision to assassinate Vega, Vegapunk, and CP0 was dispatched to handle the situation, and one of the elders, that being, being Saturn, was chosen to go in person and to expect Vegapunk to retaliate. And with the reinforcements sent from various marine branches, this would mean war is about to approach. The Straw Hat's presence also made the organization uneasy as well, with this being an outcome that would shake the entire world. And this is where we pan back over to the present. And in the hidden lab, we then see the person who shot Shaka. Entering the lab, 
where Vegapunk is demanding answers. And the person turns out to be York, who evilly tells Vegapunk that she wants to become a world noble. Vegapunk asks her furiously why she would want to do such a thing, and stating that she's been to Marishwa in the past and seen how horrible they were, but even though she just laughs, saying that he sounds like Shaka, now that he, she considers him to be dead, and tells him that it's too confusing that people are walking around calling themselves Vegapunk, and the world would be better off with just one, and that would only be her. As that cute smile that she was once known for becomes more eerily and creepy. And this is where the chapter ends. This is insane. We now have found the traitor, and it turns out to be York, which honestly would come off as both confusing and honestly would make a bit of sense. With York, and also with the Vegapunks, each of them represent a, a deadly sin. And for her, she represents the sin of greed. And with her being the sin of greed, this would make much sense as with her wanting to become a celestial dragon or a world noble, however you would phrase it, this would be interesting to see of how this will all go to plan and with her wanting to be the only Vegapunk. And I'm curious to see what's going to happen in Chapter 1079. This and much more, and I'm really dying to see of what's going to happen next because this is really groundbreaking and also, and I'm also curious to see of what kind of outcome is going to shake the entire world as well. So what were your thoughts on the latest chapter from One Piece? Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? Let me know in a questionnaire that I'll be posting on Spotify at the end of the episode. Let me know what you guys think. Honestly, I was really caught by surprise in a way with York being revealed that she was the traitor. Because it was both confusing, but at the same time, it did catch me by surprise in a way. But there's still some things that really did left me in the dark in a way because in one point wasn't she petrified in a, in one chapter so then she did you had to use a bathroom which did leave me wondering did she get unpetrified by a snake later on but if so how this and much more, this needs to be debunked later on, of how she was able to concoct all of this probably later in 1079, but I'm really curious to see how this will all pan out later on in this, in this arc with York, because this is really interesting so far. But for those of you who have stuck around towards the entire episode, thank you so much for listening. 
And as always, whether you believe in the term nerd or not, keep learning what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you for stopping by, and I'll see you next time for a brand new episode. Later!